What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Mission Suite podcast. I'm Ian Campbell. I'm CEO of Mission Suite. This is the audio from our latest YouTube video. If you'd like to see the video, head on over to youtube.com slash mission suite. Okay, so you're looking for a CRM, which that's awesome. But it doesn't matter who you talk to, at some point, Salesforce is bound to come up in the conversation. So here's the question now. Should you be looking at them for your CRM or should you be looking at an alternative? Hey everybody, I'm Ian Campbell. I'm CEO of Mission Suite. Before we jump into today's video, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button and ring the bell so that you're notified every time that we post new videos. So love them or hate them, Salesforce is the biggest name in the CRM space. There's, there's no getting around it. But why is Salesforce the biggest name in CRM? Well, the answer to that is actually pretty simple. For a long time, they were the only credible player in the game of SaaS-based CRM platforms. Before they came around, we were relegated to platforms like Act and Goldmine, both of which had to be installed on your computer and offered limited, if any, data sharing capabilities at all. So everybody had their own databases and nothing could really be combined very easily. Now at the time, there were other online CRMs. I remember using a couple of them myself, but they hardly had any real functionality. And frankly, they barely even worked as a contact management system. On top of that, there was no security to them, which, as you can imagine, made the IT company that I was working with back then a little concerned. Salesforce, though, when they came around, were they were actually investing in their platform. They were developing something that would stand the test of time, and obviously it worked. Those of us in the CRM world, believe it or not, actually owe Salesforce a lot because they were the one group that was able to actually make online CRM platforms a feasible option for just about any business looking for a CRM. But as I've been reminded time and time again in my career, just because they were the first does not mean that they're the best. And just because of the biggest ones out there, it certainly doesn't mean that they're the right ones for your business. Now, this video isn't intended to knock Salesforce, right? I never want to speak poorly in my competition. Again, we owe Salesforce a lot in the CRM world. But in a lot of my conversations about CRM, I'm asked why people should look at an alternative to Salesforce while they're actually reviewing CRM options. Now, whatever platform you decide on, whether that's Salesforce, whether it's Mission Suite or anything else out there, my goal here is really to simply help you dial in on some of the questions and some of the challenges that I've heard about from other people who are dealing with Salesforce, who are working with them, who love them, who don't like them, things that, uh, things that people ask when they're analyzing whether to move forward with them. So regardless of whether you choose them as your CRM, my goal here is to help you go into it with your eyes wide open. So the first challenge that I have heard people talk about when they talk about Salesforce, and this is something that I'm a big believer in, is that they're an account-based system, right? And talked a little bit about this in my last video. There are big differences between CRM platforms that are contact-based and those that are account-based or company-based. Personally, I like the contact-based style, and here's why. Problem with an account-based system is that it forces you into creating a company and adding their information into the system before you're really able to create a contact inside of that company. Now, what often ends up happening is that users have to duplicate the entry of all that information at the company level and then also at the contact level, and that can be pretty frustrating. 
Now, even if all of the information doesn't have to be duplicated, and in fairness, it usually doesn't, any duplicate entry is cause for most salespeople and most business owners to not even want to bother doing it. And you have to force the use of a CRM, whether it's your own business that you're doing it for or you're managing salespeople, it prevents it from being used as a tool that can actually help your business grow and it just turns into a glorified contact manager to-do list. And frankly, I would rather use my iPhone's contact list and to-do list, reminders list, right? Using a contact-based system is significantly easier to use because you just have to add the contact information into the contact record to start tracking your conversations with people and to let the system actually start working for you. Like I said, it's just easier to use. Now, in the last video, I have mentioned that I've seen a lot of people who use a target account selling approach that end up preferring CRMs that are account-based, and that might be true for some. Now, that said, I would argue that using a contact-based system is still, it still ends up being easier, and it allows you to have a more versatile CRM that can flex with your needs. Maybe not, maybe you're not always going to be going into an account-based system, right? Or, I'm sorry, a targeted selling approach. Maybe you don't always need the account-based system for that. Maybe, you know, you're just going to be out there networking and run into a contact. It's going to be easier to use, and you can do both things with a contact-based system, so... Just something to think about. Another concern that I hear about Salesforce is that they're too big. Now, this can mean a lot of things, but what I found people to really mean when they're talking about it, at least when they're talking about it with me, is that Salesforce just does too much and it's too easy to get lost inside of the system. Now, I understand that concern and it certainly can be a real concern, but it seems to be that what people are really concerned about here ends up being usability. See, most CRMs these days are huge. They're massive. They're big, right? And that's actually a good thing because it allows you to work with your CRM for the long term and grow into it. I've talked a little in the past about having a transition from CRM to CRM. It's not fun. So if you have a system that you can really grow into, it's all the better for you. When it becomes a real problem, though, is when you're forced into all that functionality and you've got to sift through everything yourself to try to figure out how to use the parts of it that you actually need to use. At that point, again, it's not something that you're growing into. It's just something that you're kind of getting lost in. When you're working with a new CRM, whether it's Salesforce or anything else, make sure that you're able to focus on the functions of the system that you need to use immediately and that you're going to be able to do so without distraction. If that doesn't work, make sure that you have access to plenty of live training, preferably in a one-on-one -on -one scenario, uh, because it's just more effective that way. And you want to make sure that you have someone that you can call for assistance if you do get lost in the system. I know that it probably sounds like crazy talk to think that there are any CRM platforms that offer something like that, but believe, but believe it or not, we're out there, right? Mission Suite, for example, offers live trainers and client services managers who can support you, regardless of your account level. And I don't know for sure, but I can't believe that we're the only ones out there that are actually offering that kind of support. So take a look around for them before you make your final decision. Customization is another common issue that I hear about with Salesforce. And now in fairness, I haven't worked inside of Salesforce in a very, very long time, right? So I can't speak specifically to their customization capabilities right now. What I will do is reiterate a point that I've made a few times in the past is that the way that your CRM looks when you launch is almost never the same way you want it to look after six months or a year. So keep that in mind when you're evaluating the system. 
when I was working with Salesforce before I started Mission Suite, the Salesforce consultants that you had to hire to customize your platform came in somewhere between 150 and 250 an hour. And hiring a Salesforce administrator for your business in-house was at least a 100k plus position and that's if you're if if you were in a a, a low salary market and I'm willing to bet that that price tag has well I'm bet, I'm betting that it hasn't gone down in recent years let's just say that you're going to need to be able to customize your account somehow whether you're able to do it yourself or you need to hire someone else to do it make sure that you factor into your decision making process because this can actually end up costing quite a bit of money or quite a bit of time right but it's going to cost you one so is it going to cost you time or money? And is that cost justifiable for you? Or are there other options that you should be looking at? It's too expensive. If you've talked to anyone about Salesforce, you've probably heard about the cost. And yes, it is expensive. They can be worth it if you need it, but it is expensive. They do have some less expensive options, but from what I've seen, they're usually not worth much. And that kind of goes with most CRM platforms out there that are user-based anyway. Remember that the power of a CRM comes with its functionality. So you're typically going to end up forced into a professional level version of the platform or something higher than that. And that's when you start to get into the higher costs. But the real problem here isn't the cost per user. My real problem with the Salesforce pricing model is, that the, is the fact that, they're priced, they, they, that they price their platform based on user count at all. Now, yeah, this can be beneficial for some specific industries. I've talked about the recruiting firm that I was working with in the past who had two users and a million contacts, but those are pretty few and far between. For most people, from sales teams to consulting practices and everyone in between, going with a user-based pricing model is going to rack up costs pretty quickly. If you're used to being a one-person band and you bring on an assistant, then all of a sudden your cost doubles. Bring in another person to help with the business development and another for marketing, well, now you're paying for four users. And all of a sudden, that $150 price tag that you could get by with now is, what, $600, right? And that's sometimes that, that, that gets to be a little painful. If you're trying to grow a sales team on top of that, then you're going to end up hiring multiple people, right, each of whom need their own license, just to find the one or two people that you're going to keep, right? And you end up stuck with a bunch of licenses that you're just not using, and Frankly, that just kind of adds insult to injury as far as I'm concerned. Salt in the wound, if you will. This certainly is a deterrent for everyone, right? Some people really do prefer the predictability that comes with a user-based pricing model, and that's okay. But it does get expensive, so keep that in mind when you're doing your analysis for your CRM. Now, the big one across the board here is training and support. Uh, again, I'm going to try to be fair and let you know that I have not dealt with Salesforce in recent years, right? So I don't know exactly what their support is like, but from what I hear time and again, the support hasn't gotten much better since the days when I did. Again, at some point, you're going to need help. I can almost guarantee it. If you're relegated to a community forum or restricted to a help section as your only means of support, you are bound for frustration. So... Make sure that one way or another, you know exactly how your support is going to be handled when you have questions. Keep in mind, you really are the only one that can make this decision, and you need to work with the platform that's going to be right for you. No doubt you've got a Salesforce salesperson or plenty of people talking about the virtues of Salesforce, but this video I hope is valuable because these are some key reasons that I've heard most people want to get away from Salesforce. Maybe there are things that don't that you don't feel need to be factored into your decision that's okay too right the important thing here again is that you focus on your needs and make sure that you're well prepared for the decision that you need to make 
Again, I hope you got something out of this video. If you did, do me a favor, give it a thumbs up. Maybe give it a share so that others can see it too. Comment on it. That always helps us with the YouTube algorithm that we're, that we're contending with here. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and ring the bell so that you're notified every time that we post new videos. And while you're at it, check out the videos on the screen. And we will see you next time around. Cheers. Hey, thanks so much for checking out our episode today. I really hope you found it valuable and got some good takeaways from it. If you did, do me a favor, subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcasting app and leave a review to let us know how we're doing. If you'd like to learn more about Mission Suite, check us out at www.themissionsuite.com and there you'll find educational resources and information about our platform. Also, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube and be a part of the conversation. And we'll be back soon. Cheers.